When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go! You! Oh, that is music to my ears. Wow. Music in my mouth. Is, that's a, probably a pause right there. <laughs> it's pretty close. It took yeah. us five seconds this time. <laughs> New record. We have a special guest here, and no, it's not Uncle Neely. It's Uncle Neely's 100,000 YouTube subscriber plaque. Look at that. Give no, everyone appreciate it, appreciate it. It. Clap it Appreciate up. all the love out there in Jake? TV land. Jake's not clapping. Thanks. It's the same thing with the Cowboys game. There's no love for Jake, Unbelievable, man. dude. Just never supports you. They never. Got his back, though. I got his back. Lock you know, there's out. something. Jake and Neely were getting along too well before the show, so right before we went live, I just drove a wedge between them. And you threw a mic and wrench in there, and I'm, I'm, my feelings <laughs> a little hurt. But I got to tell you this. 2024, 17 days in or so, 18 days, whatever it is, I have yet to say Jakey Poo this year until just then. Wow. Jakey Poo, I miss you. That's the first Jakey Poo of 2024. First of 2024. <laughs> he said it at least once. I didn't make it long. <laughs> Jake's my guy, man. We're clicking, we're checking off all the boxes all early the boxes on in this early, show. Man. We got a Paul's in. We got a Jakey Poo. <laughs> what are we missing? Uh, Louise was already wrong. She said, okay, and Uncle not bully Jake today. <laughs> <laughs> the show wasn't even live. <laughs> It actually wasn't bullying at all. All I said was, <laughs> Unk went out of his way to support Jake's Michigan Wolverines. I really did. And so Sunday night rolls around, and I just I was just staring at our group chat, just waiting. Jake's got to show some support for, for Unk's Cowboys <laughs> at God. some point, right? Yeah. It never came around. It never happened. And, and I would say at least one of the reasons why the Cowboys lost. I'm going to say it's the chief reason why we lost. Uh, you know, love is an energy. I gave Jake a lot of love during the Michigan games. Yep. Not just the national championship games. That's true. You know, I was there for him. And That's my true. Cowboys were down bad. And I didn't even get one like, hey, hang in there. Yeah. Sorry. And, and here's the thing. I didn't think about it until you pointed out. <laughs> to be fair, the game was, was 21 nothing before we even blinked. So. And that's why you should be there for your friends. Yeah. Definitely. Not when it's twenty one nineteen. I'm not. A, I don't support the Cowboys, bro. Hey, no, it's, it's about me, Jake. You yeah. let me down. Oh, it's only about you. You did huh? give me a cold olipop before I the did. show started, that so is, that kind of made up for it. Chipping away. Yeah, we'll get there. Sorry about your Cowboys, on. We there's always next year. We still them boys. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one. <laughs> Play that on a recording. Yeah. Just save it. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's <laughs> it's the story of my life. Well, welcome back. How's it been being back on campus, back in the Champion Center? Uh, it's been good because it's warm in the Champion Center. You know, we got <laughs> we got back just in time for uh, Snowmageddon or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but, man, the guys look great. Lots of good energy in the building. Man, I am so fired damn up about the offensive line and defensive line room, man. The way those guys look, the way they carry themselves, uh, the energy that they show amongst each other just being in the building. We got a damn good team coming here, man. We got a damn good team. I think it was on uh, Darius's video the other day. He had a clip of Corey Phillips, and he just said, man, the energy is completely different this year. Do you feel that, and what makes it different? You feel it and see it. Uh, it's not, you know, like a, a, a show or guys trying to be the alpha male 
I'm, I'm going to start with the offensive line. When you get a head coach asking a group of people a question, most of the times people just sit there because they think the question is rhetorical. You know, so Coach Promise say something like, you know, to 80 people, hey, who's going to be the dog in this room? And, and eight offensive linemen raise their hands. You know, Love when that. last year none of them would have said anything. Uh, and that's not a, you know, diss to last year. Keep in mind, a lot of people didn't raise their hands. But this offensive line, man, are some dogs. They got playing experience. They look like an offensive line room. The guys who were here last year that stayed, uh, as well as these new guys, it is going to be a much improved situation protecting QB1 this year. Can't wait, man. I love it. Uh, have you met it's anyone? Really oh, yeah. Yeah. Who have uh, you met? You know, all, everyone is here. You, okay. know, uh, you know, everyone has said Seton is not going to be here. Talk to him every day. <laughs> you know, he's here. Uh, Tyler Brown, man, we had their uh, testing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to, as we're going to strength and conditioning, you got to see where you are. Man, Tyler Brown knocked out about 28, 225. Uh, really, he felt he had – he went in thinking he was going to do 30, 32. Uh, his speed test today was phenomenal. Uh, and the offensive line is just feeding off each other. It's going to be interesting to see who emerges, you know, as that uh, alpha dog in the room, you know, uh, leadership-wise. It's it's going to be a good thing to see. Same thing with the defensive line. You know, it is by default, I think, right now, is Shane Koch's room uh, because he's the, you know, leader in there. But these other guys are stepping up as well. I love it. I love what you said about kind of the response to Coach Prime. I was looking for a tweet. I think the person who tweeted it deleted it, so I won't say who it was. I I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Um, But for whatever reason, I think they deleted it. Someone on Twitter said the other day, like, I was listening to another podcast, and they played a a clip of Coach Prime talking to his team. And I could tell from the response of the players that it was a clip from Jackson State because of how loud and kind of effusive the response was. And they said, especially towards the end of last year, if you go back and listen to some of Coach Prime's speeches to the team, it didn't feel like the buy-in was as much there as that you could hear in some of those Coach Prime videos from Jackson State. And I think it was definitely there early in the season, but as they started to take some hits, yeah. you know, there might have been some more quote-unquote non-believers. So to hear you say that, I mean, twenty-four hour, less than 24 hours since I saw that tweet about how kind of the response is, is more loud and uh, confident right now, I think is really important. Man, um, Got an interview that's going to be dropping on the pregame show probably Friday and Monday, tomorrow and Monday with Coach Prime. You know, we were chilling in the building, and uh, I'm getting to what you just talked about. Yeah. He said, hey, man, come with me. All right, where are we going? We go downstairs, and I interview him while he's working out. You know, it's just me and him, nobody in the gym. And one of the first things I asked him was, you know, what's the difference right now than a year ago? And he talked about that, that, the, that the, in the team meeting – that the energy amongst the players, the vibe in the room, the spirit in the room, the way the guys are sitting there making eye contact, the new guys plus the veterans, you can just see that this is a totally different atmosphere than not only November, you know, coming off those losses, but even the week after TCU. You know, it, it is at that kind of level right now. Yep. And I think that goes to a, a larger point about the staff that Coach Prime is assembling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think buy-in might be like a really big keyword this year. Um, because last year, you obviously changed so much uh, about the way the football program operated and the way the fans viewed things and expectation and all of this stuff. But I think one of the underlying issues was buy-in. 
whether that's a player not buying into like a team mentality mm-hmm. or a coach not buying into you know everything that they were trying to do with the program and when you have even just even you know coach prime is this gigantic magnet right and it's pulling all his force this way but if you have even just a little bit of yeah. force pulling back the other way you can't get everything going the right way and so uh, you know i've seen some people say well coach prime's only hiring staff members that he's comfortable with and it's like yeah <laughs> wouldn't you <laughs> like, but i would i would say that whereas that's not necessarily totally true I think there are some discomforts. You know, at some point you hire people that you really didn't know that well. You're going off a recommendation, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you summed it up like special right there, man. Like, why wouldn't somebody hire somebody they're comfortable with? And if you're comfortable with winning and changing the lives of these young men and changing the trajectory of this program to go further than we went last year, if that's what they got in common, that's who was hiring. Totally. Uh, and you could just, when you talk to, uh, you know, Coach Field, the new offensive line coach, uh, it is just night and day difference in the personality and the approach uh, in the way things are going to be done. And you're going to see that translate to production on the field. You know, you got a lot of depth in that room now. Uh, one thing I will say to the people out there, you know, who know how the college football calendar works, this team is still not the team for the fall. Yeah, you know, we got to go through the spring and the spring game to, and that, that spring summer portal opens up. Other guys are coming in, guys will be going out. But when you look at just where we are right now with the guys who will be here in August, this is light, night and day difference, man. This is a major team. We got a good ball club. And I think that's exactly kind of the point is you sometimes do want to surround yourself with people you trust who will challenge you. Mm -hmm. But I think those people already exist. Like, I don't think Coach uh, Hart is afraid to tell Coach Prime, hey, have, we, have you thought about it this way? Yeah, not, not only not afraid, he's encouraged to. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, though, if one of you guys decided to leave this show, I'm, hiring, I'm bringing in someone that I think I'm going to have really good chemistry with, right? That's exactly because what Because chemistry is what makes this thing go. Yeah. So, and if I get an offer to go to Paris for the Louis V. runway, I am leaving the show, <laughs> just for the record. You're welcome, to. Thank you. Uh, you'll be an excused absence. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, I think it makes perfect sense what Coach Prime is doing. Um, he's trying to get all sales pointed in one direction. Amen. And isn't that what everyone's trying to do, whether it's in a business or sure, a certainly. team or anything? Certainly. When you look around the country, a lot of folks are, uh, you know, maybe concerned that you don't have a DC named, or you know, what's the what is the deal with Coach Sal or not to deal with Coach Sal coming back? When you look at, at these gold standard programs. Uh, even Jake's Michigan is in limbo right now because you don't know what the head coach is going to do. And then thereby, you know, the staff, you look at you know, Auburn and Alabama, staffs have transitions here, but this is that time in the window where you're not doing X's and O's and installs. You're not out there directly coaching. So there's no behind schedule right now when you're trying to make sure you get it right. You take time to get it right. And, and Coach Prime has a, you know, a list and a thought process to it. And, and we're going to have a damn good D.C., uh, when this all shakes loose to, to augment the rest of that staff. What can you tell us about the defensive coordinator? I can tell you, man, that uh, uh, Coach Prime, you know, smiles when the subject comes up because <laughs> uh, he understands, you know, the person or persons that he's been talking to. Uh, and he understands that the professionalism they bring to the table, not only themselves, but their experience in the NFL. Uh, and that's one thing that we have to appreciate as fans is that, you know, I know my Cowboys are out and, and the Broncos are out, 
But the NFL is still going on, and, and there yep. are coaches involved in the NFL who are still working in the NFL and who have even other offers to decide or mull over. So uh, I think we're going to have an excellent D.C. I think you can expect it to, you know, to happen sooner than later. Uh, but Coach Prime, man, is, is – you know, a lot of people look at him and they see prime time. They remember that guy mm-hmm. and they think he's just, you know, flying around emotional. The guy is so methodical in his, in his approach to business and nothing catches him off guard. You know, he knows when someone was leaving before we know they were leaving. Yep. And he has the replacements in mind before they are uh, announced. So it's looking damn good, man. It's going to be a, a jaw drop in D.C. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, you already mentioned him, but what can you tell us about Jordan Seaton just interacting with him and him getting on campus? Man, the guy is a personality machine. Yeah. Uh, first of all, physically, he's everything and then some. Like, he's, he's a big dude. Uh, but you talk about just a. Uh, gregarious attitude, man, and walking around, shaking hands, kissing babies, working the room, but not from a, a butt-kissing standpoint, just being himself. Uh, he is really one of those people that when you see him in the building, you wouldn't think that this was his first week in the building. He walks around like he's been there a semester or two. Uh, he doesn't pass by a person and not introduce himself or try to learn their name. Uh, and that's not just in his offensive room, but just – Staff people, you know, mm-hmm. custodian staff. He talks to the cafeteria staff. He's he's a good dude, man. I'm looking forward to, you know, doing some things with him. Uh, literally right before heading over here, we were talking about scheduling his interview, not just with me, but with, with us. So uh, you're gonna get a lot of you're gonna get a lot of Jordan Seaton because he has a personality for us. <laughs> Let's go. I love it. Can't wait. I can't wait to tell him what he put me through. <laughs> can't wait to tell him I you didn't believe. <laughs> I can't wait to tell him with, with you standing there with what he put you through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Jordan yeah. that RK was the biggest doubter of all of us. Oh, my God. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You know, I wasn't you, doubting Jordan. I was doubting, you were doubting Jordan. Well, no, I was doubting the, the, the chances of him coming to Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I think that, just, yeah. that makes me not a Jordan doubter. <laughs> no, no, of course. It, it makes me a person who, have, who has been hurt too many times. In this process, as time goes on, you can't help but have some doubt yes. increase. Yes. You know, and, and you had a window of time there where it looked like, and then you had all the naysayers in the chat say, I told you so, I told you it wasn't coming. Yep. Uh, and then you look up and you see him, and you're like, now I believe it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he is here, and he's doing <clears throat> well. Who has stuck out to you other than Jordan as people who just look elated to be here? Uh, I remember you kind of talking about this last year around this time of just like some of these guys are just popping out. as like, man, they feel like they're living their best life. So two. Uh, I'm going to go old as in veteran and and then current player coming in. Man, Bentley is in phenomenal shape. Mm. Uh, like his his speed today at the 40 test, and, and I think Bentley hit 35 on the 225. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like offensive lineman numbers. Yes. That's like topping yeah, the combine I, I, numbers. I told yeah. him, I said, man, you realize you beat Rock? Like, Rock was 27, maybe 28. My God. Like, and, and I mean, phenomenal. And I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm going to let Jake butcher his name. Uh, you know, we were in the chat yeah, group. I know where you're going with this <laughs> one. You I'm know not, how, you, how you can say it wrong, but you say it confident? What name? Come on, man. Chidoze Wonkwo. Yes. Okay. You say it. <laughs> Chidoze Wonko. Yeah, bam. I'm going with him. He is, man, phenomenal athlete. Smile on his face, working hard, bouncing around, could move some heavy weights as well. He was in the, in the 30s on his 225. Uh, personality, 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 man. Like, 
this team is full of leaders now. One year ago, uh, you were looking, trying to find, like sifting for gold, like who's going to be a leader in this unit, this group, this unit, this team. You can close your eyes and draw straws now, man. Like you got that level of talent and personality. You know, guys who believe in themselves. Uh, uh, my, my man uh, from Indiana is going to do phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's in the building doing this thing. You know, Mississippi guy. You know, so we throw we throw up the M when we see each other. Uh, he's doing phenomenal. I, this this team is is you walk when you walk through the building, Jake. You smile so, because it's like this looks like a football team now. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is like this time last year, all we heard about was they're going to be small, mm -hmm. and we were pretty undersized in the trenches for sure. Um, but just compared to that point now to the uh, last year, like the size of the team, like how big are they? You know, last year, I'll start with the O-line again. Last year, I could walk in the O-line room, and other than Tank, looking up to Tank, the other two guys I'm looking in the eye or everybody else I'm looking down on. Mm -hmm. uh, this year, I mean, Tyler Brown and I write that together. Everybody else I'm looking up at. You know, Benson, I'm looking up at. Yeah. You know, Seton, I'm looking up at. Uh, like, these are some big dudes, man. And we got some big receivers as well. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have they got some bodies on them. Uh, got some speed as well when they were doing their drills. Uh, and, and that's only augmenting what you got coming back with Travis, you know, Shadour and Jimmy Horn, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we improved. We, we absolutely improved. I think this would be a, a, an interesting thing to follow. Um, I was talking to a player recently, and they were talking about kind of the influx of talent mm -hmm. into the team. But they said, if we can come together, we're going to be dangerous. And this is something we talked about last year about hey you know how do they come together quickly and um i think we were under the impression that the team did come together really well but everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth right we got punched uh and the, they did get punched in the mouth and if i had to point back to a, a certain time i think it would probably be the stanford game now, they obviously got punched in the mouth in the oregon game but the stanford game it felt like that's when it was really tested mm -hmm. how together are you how together did you become um but I'm just interested to follow it this year to see, can this team get tighter in just as much amount of time and not be at risk of splintering? I didn't, I know. No, 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 no. I'm, okay, I'm going okay. somewhere else. I'm, 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 I got something else. I'm happy. But not be at risk of splintering when potentially something bad happens. The reason I'm smiling, it was not one of those pause moments, RK. It was, <laughs> it was like, dude, you were in the staff meeting with Coach Prime for the first staff meeting. Mm. You were in the first team meeting with Coach Prime and all the players, not just the new ones, because his focus, what he is putting everything on, strength and conditioning staff is gonna do their thing that's gonna take care of itself, we're good. What Coach Prime has been absolutely said to focus on right now is building relationships. Yep. And that starts with communication. Don't walk by a person in this building, don't speak. Don't don't take don't miss an opportunity to get to know a teammate. And not just for the players, for the coaches. Coaches, we're not coaching right now. We're not doing football stuff. But you can do the eyeball test, and you can get to know players and let them get to know you. I don't want people to be here just because of me. They have to have relationships with you. And that starts not only with those units, but player to player. And so that's what solves what you're talking about. Yep. Uh, because last year, this time when you got here, you knew that most of that room would not be around or be an impact when those moments like Stanford happened. 
Yeah. Well, this time, most of this room is going to be here right. when we get to a Stanford kind of moment. Mm -hmm. And so Coach understands, like, man, what we missed last year is the opportunity to get to know each other, to forge relationships and bonds, that when we go to war to one another, we're doing it at a different level because we have a relationship. And so he's been harping on that word the past seven days, man. And uh, you can see these guys are embracing getting to know each other. Even today during uh, strength and conditioning, you know, we're, we're, you would think that they've known each other six months, the way they were pushing each other and, and, and congratulating each other and challenging each other. I saw Shane Cokes go over to the offensive side of him and help a guy off the ground who was winded. Wow. You know, it's like, no, man, get up. Get up before Coach says get up. Like, you know, that's the kind of thing that didn't happen this time a year ago because people were so, like, in their shell. Like, I don't want to move the wrong way and call attention to myself. I don't know if I should do that or could do this. But now you got a team of leaders, man. So you were you nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, you nailed it. All right, plenty of more stuff to get to, but first shout out to our friends over at Circus Sportsbook and Casino in Vegas. It's Vegas's first ever adults only casino. Saves a ton of time checking IDs. Do you like I just it? Love that color, man. I told you. Matches Jake's your eyes. colors. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so we've got the world's largest sports book, a seven thousand square foot casino as well, over five hundred luxury rooms. Circus just the best. We're massive fans here at DMVR. We can't wait to head back. And if you want to head out there um, for an Avs Knights game, maybe the Pac-12 tournament or Mountain West alum, book your stay with code DMVR20. You can get 20% off. Also, check out Circus Sportsbook. It's available in Colorado. Download the app at circussports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. This is probably good as good a time as any to announce that Jake and I will be at Circa in three weeks. Cannot wait. We are going to be broadcasting from Radio Row at the Super Bowl this year, um, which will be really cool. Uh, cannot wait to see what guests we might get. And the reason why we're taking a buff show to the Super Bowl is because everyone is adjacent to Coach Prime. Yep. Everyone has, has, you know, a take or a story that they want to tell with Coach Prime. So uh, I can't wait to be out there and just see who who can we get on the show uh, to talk about the buffs and, uh, you know, what, what guests might, might be waiting for us. And I just want to say to all the potential haters out there after your comment, I was invited to go. He was. But schedule does not allow me to tan. And, and no, it's not because of a Louis V fashion show. There are other matters that Super Bowl weekend. It's the good but when you said show. you said you and Jake were going, I know someone was getting ready to type. Oh, you're not taking me the other year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Don't try I, to break up the tripod. I would have loved to, to have you there. On. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to be there. I don't know if I'd actually make it to Radio Row though. After, you know, <laughs> after a night with this guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one you really want to watch out for. <laughs> no, I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to out you. Like, no, it's 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 since you did it, it's absolutely you. We've already had a talk in our household about <laughs> my uh, late night, my late nights in Vegas. In terms of, we're gonna have early mornings <laughs> with these shows, so I can't man. be gambling until four a.m. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Fubo TV. Uh, got a little Buffs basketball tonight. If you want to follow Buffs basketball, you gotta yeah. have. Fubo TV because they have Pac-12 Network. And while we won't need that for long, you are going to want to watch your abs and nuggets if you're like me. Uh, and you can only get those at Fubo. Uh, so go check out our friends at Fubo. Tons of channels. Great user interface. I love Fubo. I've been using it for since before we even uh, had a deal with them here at DNVR. So check them out. Go to Fubo. T 
tv.com slash dnvr for to unlock great discounts so we got some new coaches yeah well can you tell me about jason phillips the new wide receivers coach you know man uh i can tell you that we have a phenomenal human being a phenomenal coach at wide receiver coaching jason phillips for those of you out there who got a little gray hair like me and have reached uncle and auntie status you may remember a guy named Andre Ware at Houston, Heisman Trophy. Yep, I'm aware. He was, he was throwing to somebody. Somebody was catching those passes. And the leading receiver in the nation that year was Jason Phillips, uh, your new wide receiver coach. Uh, he went on to play uh, with the Latter Falcons, where him and Coach Prime met each other. Uh, Jason Phillips was a wide receiver coach at Jackson State. Uh, and those receivers put up phenomenal numbers. And I think uh, Jay Fields, we call him, Coach Jay Fields' relationship with Shadur, and able to translate that to that receiving room, I think that room just got better. But I also think that the tight end room got better uh, because now that Brett Bartoloni is moving over there, you know, as a slot receiver in his playing days, he knows how to get open from the inside of the field and what to do there. Uh, so I think that staff change, bringing in Jay Field, moving over Brett, I think you're going to see an improved offense. Uh, you're going to see a more physical wide receiver bunch. Because uh, you wouldn't know it when you see Jay Field, because he was a, he's a uh, he's a uh, a Jimmy Horn kind of you know uh, receiver mm -hmm. or Steve Smith kind of receiver, like small dog but but big dog mentality. Yep. Uh, very he he believes in wide receivers being physical, and that doesn't mean just in your blocks, but that means like taking the contact to the DB, like getting open. Uh, he he's a he's an excellent teacher, uh, so I think people are going to be impressed as you get to know Jay Field. I've already talked to him about coming on the show. He's down for it. Let's go. Uh, so we're going to get to know him. You'll get to know him more uh, through the summer. I love it. How um, do you Just real quick on that, because I think people had questions about it. How do you think Coach Bartoloni felt about the move going to tight ends? He's a football guy. Uh, he's a win-first guy. And he knows you know, what he knows, uh, and he knows how to coach. And he is not you know, around the building pouting. Uh, he's in the film room. He's got his, his book out, uh, designing schemes and that kind of thing, you know, uh, working there and communicating with, with Pat Shermer. Uh, I haven't seen him down in the dumps about anything. Uh, he is just as much a part of this staff as tight ends coach as he was receiver coach. Yeah. Uh, because one thing about Coach Prime, Pat Shermer as OC, if you're in the room around that table, you're inputting, you know. And so Brett Bartolome is still around the table. He's just moved over one chair to tight ends, not receivers. But he has just as much his fingerprints on the offensive uh, design as he did as uh, uh, wide receiver coach. Love it. Um, I guess. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and then Coach Lodeholt. I mean, yeah, man. You know, uh, you, you, he now when I talked about the offensive line and, and, and now I'm looking up to guys, yeah. I'm really looking up to him. Yeah, he's <laughs> massive, isn't he? That dude is long, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he's a big boy. Uh, and he kind of moves with this deliberate – Silence, like always discerning things and evaluating <laughs> things. But he's got a sense of humor. Uh, he's already, you know, from the team address, been able to talk to just his unit. Uh, and, you know, they get to observe him in the building, you know, because it's just not coaching time yet. Uh, but he's just one of those people, man, that you're going to see improved play uh, from offensive line because he knows how to communicate with this group, uh, knows how to get them where they need to be and, 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 and win and how. So... But I tell you, man, he looks like he could be playing. 
like he kind of retired young. It was just injuries <laughs> like, that took him out. He looks like he like if you walked in the building, if he if he was sitting with the offensive players, you would just think he was a college offensive player. <laughs> like he looks like he could still do it. Do you know how uh, Coach Prime and him got linked? You know, I, I don't, because as fate would have it, I was sitting down with Coach Field yesterday. And my battery started dying as we were doing our interview. So we're going gonna to uh, start it over and do it via Zoom. But I asked him that question, how did this all happen? He got three words into it and went click. Oh, wow. It's, I needed, a, a, I need, I needed a, a list of the, do the fan thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And then he was, you know, he had to go to the airport because everybody's hitting the road to do their recruiting thing. You know, we're going into that phase of the season, uh, getting out, you know, visiting, that kind of thing. But man, he is he is he he has the right word in his name in load because he is a load man. He's a big boy. <laughs> okay, uh, I think last kind of staff question uh, just goes to Coach Sal. Yeah, you've heard Coach Prime mention D line coach as a potential position to fill. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that Coach Sal has been not around for a minute here. Just what do you know about his situation? Yeah, you know, let me let me take some different stabs at it. We've had coaches who have transitioned out, you know, since November. And when they were getting ready to leave, their names were immediately off of their doors. Right. Even before the world, outside world, knew that this person was leaving. Uh, Coach Sal's name is still on his door. Uh, you know, he had some, uh, some, some health issues where, of course, of course are his private matter. Uh, and so I don't know from Coach Sal or Coach Prime directly if he's coming back or not or what the, what the deal is. But I think it's one of those things when you look at the longevity of Coach Sal's uh, career, you look at how far away he is from home, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, if that position uh, were to change. But as of right now, Coach Sal is the, is the D-line coach. And, you know, what an asset he is, man. He, yep. <laughs> you got you to be a crazy SOB not to love Coach Sal. Like something's <laughs> wrong with you if you don't like Coach Sal. Uh, one more coaching staff question. Mm -hmm. Just the latest on Coach Sapp. You know, I you know I, I text Sap during the uh, during the Bucks Eagles game, and he replied with a picture of him and Ric Flair, <laughs> and that was that was our last communication. Uh, you know, he had to finish up uh, his college degree to to truly be able to to get here. Uh, and Coach Prime has always said, when that happened, he would love to have Coach Sap on the staff, uh, be a part of Colorado football. Uh, as of yet, I don't know a date, time, or position, or role, whether it's analyst or coach, but. Both of them still speak highly about the opportunity, both of them being Coach Prime and, and uh, Warren Sapp. But the last I talked to Sapp, man, was during the Eagles-Bucks game, and he was with Ric Flair. So if I, look, if I had to choose, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I, – I, I would probably choose Ric Flair over the Louis V fashion show, but otherwise I would go to Paris too. <sighs> oh, we'll get to that. You want to hit that now? No, I'm going to always get to it because people are crazy. I mean, I was just going to ask about the roster if you want. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll hit it later. What's the roster? What, what you got? Tyler Brown working at center? I've seen him doing a lot of work. You know, um, again, this is that time of the year where they're off doing their own thing. They're not being coached. And so I have seen Tyler in the end zone after workouts doing center work. I absolutely have. But I've also seen him doing guard work, you know. Mm -hmm. And I've also seen him throwing up 225 on the bench. Yeah. I think right now – Tyler is probably a, a Swiss Army knife, pocket knife on the, on the O-line. You know, you got to see how everything shakes out and who's better at what spot as we go through spring ball. And so Tyler is probably doing 
uh, what is smart for Tyler, and that is to sharpen up his skills anywhere across that front because you never know how this is going to shake out where you're going to be assigned. And that's how you should always approach it as an offensive Absolutely. lineman. Yeah, the more sure. you can do, I mean. Absolutely. <clears throat> I could think of dozens of players who have played for the Broncos, and obviously that's the one I'm closest to, uh, who make the roster as an offensive lineman simply because they can play three positions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you can be our backup left tackle, right tackle, and left guard, you know, or whatever it may be. Um, so I love to see that. Um, and maybe we'll learn more about that tomorrow, Jake. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and speaking of O-line and roster, uh, Savon is looking good out there. Uh, not, uh, not just a running back. but uh, Washington. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, every, everybody has a good little swag about them. I think this. I think this group walks around knowing, hey man, we're better than last year. That ain't that ain't us, you yeah. know. Let, and let's start acting like it right now, you know. And they they got a chip on their shoulder. I love it. And then just the other freshman. I feel like Brandon Davis Swain has already kind of become a fan favorite yeah, among right. people. What can you tell us about him? Some of these guys, man. I think they are here, not only offer their football acumen, but these guys got some great personalities. Yeah. You know, some great... Uh, they're, With they're, character. Yes, they are. I was about to say that, Jake. They are yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, no, sir, guys, without being told or reminded to. Uh, they are just like Coach Prime. You see them walking, and they see a piece of tape on the field. They pick it up without somebody saying, pick that up. Uh, and he's just another one of those guys that he looks like he's been here. Mm-hmm. Like no, They're not walking around the building like, even though I know where to go, should I go? They walk around like they own the place, like it's their building. Yeah. I love that. I do too, man. We, we are – so January, mid-January of last year, as it relates to, say, the spring game or, or you know, opening weekend, we're so much further ahead right now than we were a year ago. Uh, like other than installs and schemes, these guys from a relationship standpoint, communication standpoint, they're ready to play together now. Well, I mean – Shoot, this time last year, we're still assembling a coaching staff. Yeah. We're still adding through the portal. <laughs> People like, are scared. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know. A lot of uh, change. Yeah, man. It's so, and the advantage of that, Jake, a year later is you're just going to be so much ahead of the schedule when you start practicing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you think about this time last year and look at the roster, yeah. it'll blow yeah. your mind. If you just yeah. think about, like, <clears throat> this time last year, if they were throwing, like, Montana Lamonius Craig was probably the X wide receiver. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not only does he not end up being the starter, he's not even on the team yeah. come week yeah. one. Uh, Great and point, I don't man. I don't think you, we're going to see point. nearly as much turnover. Uh, but it does kind of unfortunately put into perspective how far away we are from, that's a great point. from this sure. team taking the field. Yeah, that's 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 a great point. I think uh, you know, just like you said, right now to then, most of this room would be the same. You're gonna have some turnover, some churn with the spring portal. But not like you like you had last year, and, and the people that are here, are, you know, they're more than they're more than like here. The, the names that you know, the names of people that came here to do this, to do the damn thing. But they look ready, man. Physically, you know, and I'm going to share this with with you two, like I did before uh, last year. Once all of the pre testing is uploaded with Coach Mo, and we get to see, you know, line by line, who's strong, who need. Yeah, I can't wait to compare that to the, where we were this time last year, mm-hmm. uh, because you know you guys know kind of inside baseball and we talk. This time last year, we 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 not only had a small team, we had a weak team. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that. Like none of their bench press numbers were were in the the you know top half of the pack. 
Yeah. You know, and I, I can't wait to see the, the post measurements from these past couple of days of testing. And I, I, I actually I'm just guessing here because I heard them counting to it, but I think uh, Chidoze hit 39 reps. I think he I think he turned out to be 37 or 38. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he was it was insane. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And what was so crazy about not his 37, 38, 39, 40, it doesn't even matter after 35. Like, you're at the NFL Combine, hell, they just stop. Like, right. we, we good. Yep. <laughs> the <laughs> speed and fluidity that he did the first 23 was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, even Tyler, when Tyler got to 21, 22, 23, there was a slowing, and he got to 27 and maybe 28. Yeah. This dude did 21 through 25 like he did 1 through 5. That's, that's Like, there insane. was no hiccups, no... And honestly, of any position, I think that would probably be the one that I would want to be able to bench press the most. Definitely. Because that's where you're literally using your chest to try and, you know, yeah. your chest strength to shed guys. And he's got that low center of gravity, man. He's a, he's a stump. Like, yep. dude is real. Yeah, I called him a fire hydrant. Yeah. Yeah, he's always smiling and eating. He, I think uh, Coach, uh, I think his favorite person is not a coach, but... Chef Carl Solomon, like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gone. so Brady said 29. I thought it was 39. No, he got into the 30s. Because they're counting. You can hear him counting it. Yeah, he got it's, into the 30s. I thought it was 37, 38, 39. What's uh, Chef Carl been cooking up? Woo! Man, we had steak and crab cakes today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yesterday or day before, yesterday was scallops and lobster. Uh, man. It's like, <laughs> it is unreal, man. <laughs> I got a whole like segment of first week meals that's that's gonna drop. Uh, they welcomed you back then, huh? Oh man! Or I guess everyone got they welcomed, welcomed back. Everybody yeah. back. You know, it was. I'm a simple guy, man. Like we got there one day, first day we had you know grilled cheese and tomato soup, and I love using my sandwich as a spoon. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and but then you you go to dinner and it's lobster and scallops, and then yep. the next day is steak and, and crab cakes. I don't know who would not love that food, man. I would have such a easy time staying on my keto diet if I was up there. <laughs> oh yeah, there's just always like so much protein available. Yeah, just tomahawks just on yeah, the exactly. <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> All right, but uh, I am. I'm I'm two weeks strong right now. Good for you, man. With That's the great, awesome. with the great shoes. Yes, new shoes. All right, shout out to our new and great friends over at Circle K. You can kind of see it when the camera's on RK, but we got a whole. Uh, you snack stash back snack there. aisle back there, man. Snack stack. There it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, so hit up Circle K. Get all your snacks on the road. Uh, we got popcorn. We got chips, peanuts, all kinds of good stuff over there. Sign up for their inner circle. That's their free membership program. Just scan the QR code on the screen. Or all you have to do is enter your email and phone number to be fully enrolled. First five Phillips of gas are 25 cents off a gallon. Your first five Polar Pops are free, and every sixth is free on several items, such as pizza, roller grills, dispensed beverages, and more. Scan that QR code or go to circlek.com slash inner dash circle for more info. What's your favorite road trip snack, Unc? Favorite road trip snack. I have to get the yellow bag of peanut M&Ms, mm -hmm. and I get the bag that says for sharing, but I don't share. Hell yeah. This, this is a, this, you know... Any pizza 
is a personal pizza if you have the willpower. <laughs> True. So you know, you never have to buy the personal pizza, that little thing. Yeah. Just get you a pizza, man, and wheel your way through it. That's how with the M and M's. It's like, hey, I don't want that bag. I want the bag they say is for sharing. There. Because I'm gonna me is gonna share with I. <laughs> and then uh, Breck Brew. Big shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Um, I like how you lobbed it over there. One of the best. That's what I have to do now. Oh, that was like D-Wade to LeBron in Miami, man. Yeah. He just <laughs> it up there. One of the best weekends of the year coming up is uh, is this weekend of football. Absolutely. Um, high, high-level games. I mean, we'll talk about the NFC in a second. But in the AFC, we're getting Lamar <laughs> versus Stroud. Yeah. Which is awesome. And then mm-hmm. we're getting Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if this was championship week, we'd all be... Uh, you know, happy with that. So, got a great weekend coming up. Why not go down and get yourself a variety pack of Breckenridge brews uh, to just have on deck? Uh, if you're a pro, which you are, yes, yeah. you take those Breck brews, you put them in a cooler, and then just put them on the couch next to you. Never have to get up to get a beer. Love it. In you fact, when pro. I was in college one year during this weekend, we just had a keg and we just like positioned it like where this table is. We just yeah. went between you and me and yeah. just had it all day. Just <laughs> beautiful. Filling it up. Uh, so hit up our friends over at Breck Brew and uh, get your NFL playoff weekend right. Let's go. Um, are we saving Paris? Yeah, let's, questions? Uh, there's plenty of questions about it. So let's save it. Okay, so Coach Prime went on RG3's podcast. He did. Really quick, someone in the comments said that. CU hasn't gotten any transfers from a well-known team. Come on, man. And I just have to point out like, come on, man. how wrong that is. Yeah, what are they drinking? Because I won't You some. can't. Why do you read these people's I comments don't know, out, like, bro? I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Sometimes things like, are just dude. so wrong. They like, have dude. to be, like, they have to be called out. Like, there's, they literally have Alabama and LSU. I don't know what else, what more you could want. <sighs> stop, man. You're like, right. stop. We have like Kentucky, who? we have NC State, LSU, TCU, Alabama, Alabama Houston. Always have a Florida Pitt, State in there. Oklahoma State, Arkansas. All Don't right, forget right. New Mexico State. I mean, that's and a problem. Florida Atlantic. I can keep going. Yeah, man. Like, who said Who said that? What's their screen name? Let's just put them <laughs> It was a while ago, but it stuck with me long enough like, that I had on, to man. say something. <laughs> All right. What, what more? Do we we got to get transfers like from the New Orleans Saints now or something. Yes. Like what, what is what does it take for yeah. people to recognize people come here? Coach Prime went on RG 3s podcast mm-hmm. uh, the other day, and today it came out today. Came out did it come out today? Yeah. Okay, so it comes out today. I haven't listened to it yet, but one of the moments of this podcast apparently is uh, Coach Prime and RG three are talking about. Basically, the head coaches who have publicly challenged Coach Prime or called him out. Challenge is a nice way of putting it. Well, I mean, they've basically just thrown dirt on his name is what's been going on. Coach Prime commented on this. He said, I don't allow our coaching staff to ever comment on another school. You don't have to put another school down to put us up. I don't play that. Our staff knows the way you get fired is to let me hear you talk about another institution with a kid. Now, kids have recorded conversations with head coaches, not just assistants, head coaches, downing us and selling us out and just talking about us like a dog. I just politely call the head coach and say, look here, man, I don't really know you. I wish the best for you, but be careful because when these kids bring phones into your meetings, you are exposed to certain things. I'm not going to put you out there, but just keep my name out of your mouth. I've had to have that conversation. There's so many layers to this. I don't know where to start. I know. 
Uh, I'll start with the first one, which is, can you just imagine the look on the face of, I don't know, Dan Lanning. Let's just pick a random. <laughs> yeah. random. Uh, okay, random. Um, when you get that call from Dion Sanders telling you to keep his name out of your mouth yeah. and you're caught red handed talking shit. And it's just like, I can't even imagine. Like, you just know their heart drops, their face turns white. Yep. Yeah, they're very glad it's a phone call at that point and not a face to face or FaceTime because yeah, they're hiding a bit. <laughs> Absolutely. And here's what we also absolutely know. It's going to happen again. Oh, of course. Uh, you know, the and, and I have been in the staff meetings with Coach Prime uh, where he has said to the staff and to everybody in the room, that's not what we do. You know, uh, when you got out here recruiting, don't even mention other schools names negatively or positively. You have nothing to talk about but Colorado. That's the way we're going to recruit. You know, sell yourself. They can't come here just because of me. Go do your thing, but we don't recruit that way because other people are doing it to us. And the reason now this this is these those were his words, these are my words. The reason people are doing it with us, it's the only hope that they have. It's like they can't talk you into coming to where they are. They have to talk you out of coming here first. Yep. You know, and so because the inclination is to come to this program to play for a guy with a gold jacket, to play for this staff, you know, that is uh just second to none from top to bottom. So the only way you can do that is to shoot holes in it, is to say stuff like, well, I heard he's leaving, or, you know, he's not yep. going to be there long, or, you know, they don't have a D.C. yet, or, or anything you can come up with. Uh, their first pitch is to try to piss on us versus celebrate themselves. And we never mention them when we recruit. We only mention ourselves. So it's going to keep happening because that's what happens when you're at the top, and we're at the top of the recruiting game. And it's not maybe going to work on everyone, but – you have to imagine some of these players notice that. Mm -hmm. Of um, course, they spoke about it. Not to get too deep into my personal life here, um, but when I was very young, my parents were divorced, and you know, I we, I used to split time between them. My mom never said anything about my dad. She didn't talk about him. Yeah. My dad was constantly talking shit. Your and mom was Coach Prime. It pissed me off. I hated that. Yeah. I was like, "Stop talking! Why are you talking shit about my mom to yeah. me?" Mm. You know, and I think that people will notice that not every recruit, some recruit is going to get, you know, fooled by the negative recruiting. But a lot of people will say, man, whenever I'm talking to Coach Prime or someone on Colorado, all they're telling me about is how great Colorado is. And it, and it sounds really awesome. When I talk to so-and-so, all they're telling me about is how terrible Colorado is. Yeah. And they don't, it must mean they don't have that much great things to say about where they are. And here's the, here's the thing, RK. You are spot on, amen, everything you just said. I would believe that that coaching pitch of pissing on Colorado uh, fails eight out of ten times. Mm -hmm. But they just need it to work the two times that it does. You know, so they're, they're playing baseball, you know. They're trying to bat 200, 300. And if it works on this guy, we won. Uh, it's, it's certainly not going to work on everybody because you're, you're actually insulting these young men, insulting their families. They're, they're not going to see through the BS of dissing somebody to promote yourself. I don't care if you have a sports show like we have. When when have you ever heard us talking about somebody else's show? Never. We <laughs> like, ne never. Like, literally. Yeah. But, but how that one how, Utah podcast. How often <laughs> right. do we see them mentioning us? Like it's it's the same concept. So uh, it's going to keep on going. We 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 are at the top of the, the totem pole in this thing, and I think you're going to see the results of being at the top of the recruiting game manifest themselves on the field. You know, starting Labor Day weekend. 
I love that he said this, um, not only because Jordan Seaton said it out loud, you know, what, do you mm. want to go there and be a rapper? You know, that thing, just to address <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. But Coach Prime is hilarious in how he does this stuff because he's a very, like, polite, like, he is a, a people person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he will take time out of his day to talk to you, um, you know, to pick your brain, to allow him, to allow you to pick his. But, man, if you cross him, he does stuff like this, and he'll just call you out straight up. And just stand on business. I absolutely love yeah. it. And whenever he stands on business, you better believe he has the receipts. He, oh, yeah. He ain't talking about what he heard. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's not, not something that somebody came told him. Like, he has the facts to back up. And so if you start that BS of pushing back and challenging it, then the facts start coming out. So uh, I think what you heard on the RG3 show was, uh, in Navy terms, a shot across the bow to get, to get other guys' attention. Mm-hmm. Like, hey – might not want to do this because when they come back and tell me, I'm going to start telling the world what you said. Uh, so cool out. But it's going to happen because they don't feel like they have a choice. We did this. Like most of the shit talking that we got last year was way after this point. Like Pat Narduzzi wasn't <laughs> yeah, until yeah. like the spring game. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dan Lanning was around media day. Brett Venables was in like the dead of the offseason calling out what was going on at Colorado. So, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. I'll say this. I kind of wish that. And I know Coach Prime's certainly not going to do this on, like, at, at least right now. But I wish we would just expose whoever it is. Oh, I'd love it. Oh, leak. no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen when it happens again. Leak, yeah, leak the recordings because... It's going to happen when it happens again. And it's going to happen again. And I know you guys know exactly what I'm talking about here. But depending on who said, are you trying to be a football player or trying to be a rapper? That, which was very racist. Exactly. Yes. That makes a big difference and saying shit like that you deserve to be exposed yeah, Definitely. It's, it's insulting and even going to guys and their families with the quote-unquote bag as if they're just making money decisions mm-hmm. you know is insulting telling somebody oh you just want to be a rapper or a youtuber is insulting so you you are demeaning the intelligence of these young men who are primarily young black men and you're dissing them and dissing their families and you're dissing the guy that if that player is not of, of age to know to look up to Deion Sanders, his parents certainly do. Yep. And so sure. who's going to sit in the room and let you talk crap about Muhammad Ali? Right. You know, who's going to sit in the room and let you talk crap about Barack Obama? Who's going to sit in the room and let you talk crap about Deion Sanders? These people are heroes to people. And if your only pitch is to piss on them, man, it ain't going to work. Yeah. It's only going to agitate them. Like, they're going to, on the way to the car, they're going to be saying, like, Hey man, all he did was like this <laughs> <Yeah>. Colorado. <laughs> right. He didn't even tell us about the cafeteria here. Like, like yeah. what? And what's weird is you're doing it about someone they know. Yes, like that's someone, my point. Yeah, yeah. Like if someone came to the bar one night and we were sitting there down there having drinks and they were just like, "Man, Uncle Neely, that guy sucks." Like this, that, and the other thing, I would be like, "I know him." Like, yeah. right. Like, <laughs> everything you're saying doesn't add up with everything that I know about this person. Yep. Like, y- y- why are you trying to pull this shit on me? And, and yep. fun, fun fact. With RK and Neely, not to exclude Jake, Jake was like in arm's reach. But at a bar, when you're talking shit and I overhear it, I respond to it. He will. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the, about the definition of standing on business. <laughs> and we were just starting to work together then, man. Yes. Like, and you, hey, but I got to give it to you, man. You, you didn't budge. You, you didn't budge. <laughs> oh, that was good. Like, this, this guy's talking shit, man. We got to handle it. Yep. yep. Then, he, right. then he ended up buying the shots. He did. He did. But as soon as I saw you like perk up, I was like, oh, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm right with he had no idea who was in the room, man. He, no. was just, he was just talking. Yep. That happens a lot. It's, it's keep your mouth closed, man. It happened when we were on the plane, too. 
<laughs> to Utah? Uh, was this, uh, it was to Utah. Utah, Utah, Utah. Yeah. Damn. That's funny. I still got some killer footage in my phone from Utah, man. I hadn't dropped. That feels like a lifetime ago. It does. It really it does. does. The, but the whole car episode, wasn't even three months ago. It wasn't. But just think about like how long the holidays seem. <sighs> even it's longer crazy. because I missed you guys, man. Missed Romance. You too, bro. Missed the hell out of you, bro. Uh, I got one more question for you before we get to the chat's questions. Let's do it. Have you met Coach uh, Devin Rispress, Coach Riz? Man, yes. Not only met him, his interview will be dropping this weekend. Let's go. Um, we got another dog catcher in the house. Let's go. You know, like one, one, don't sleep on these guys, man. I know we spend a lot of time talking about Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Rightly so. He is the head coach. He is a lightning rod, the magnet. He has the gravitas. I get it. But when you look at, like, Corey Phillips' uh, uh, box, uh, 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 Slayton, what she's doing in there, and now adding uh, wrist press to the mix and his ability to, to get talent out of high schools and not only out of high schools, because he coached a lot of these guys in the Florida area, when they get ready to hit the portal, you're talking about somebody who has a relationship with them already. And so you just, if you go to Tallahassee and not all the way out into the Gulf of Mexico, but just draw like, a 600-mile circle all the way to D.C. and down through the rest of Florida, man. He knows the recruiting game there, has the relationship with the coaches and, more importantly, the players. You know, he's probably put 200 guys into college on scholarship and in the NFL as well. So, hell of an addition to the staff, man. Sat down with him about a 15-minute segment. He's, he is already at work. And uh, he, he had one mission, man. He was brought here for one purpose, and that's to, to sign dogs. We've been seeing the offers he's been putting out. Yeah. He is literally going after the best recruits. <laughs> Period. Yep. Yep. Take what my dad told me once, Jake. <clears throat> he said, more times than not, the prettiest girl in the room ain't dancing because ain't nobody asked her. Mm. So go ask her. Yep. Don't just assume she can't dance or don't dance. Probably nobody asks because everybody's scared to ask her. I love that. And so sometimes you got to deliberately outkick your coverage, just go for it. Like, you know what? I ain't going after nothing but the best up in here. And and, and that's what he brings to the table, as if Coach Prime didn't. Right. You just got another person for sure. out there talking it. I saw someone say this the other day, but it's a point I've been wanting to touch on. I forget who it was, so sorry. Uh, one of the bigger national recruiting people said on Twitter, it has never been more important to come in second place in someone's recruitment. Um, Definitely. if it doesn't work out for them at the first place they went, what are they going to think? Did I make the wrong call? Should I have gone the Absolutely. other way? Absolutely. Um, and so the reason I bring this up is one, because Coach Riz had a lot of special talent coming into FAMU and at least giving them a look. And maybe they ended up deciding, hey, I, I still do want to go play in the SEC. Mm -hmm. But they remembered that relationship, and now they're like, oh, he's with Coach Prime at Colorado? That's an in. Um, and before that, I got to throw this in. Before that, they played in his seven-on-seven -seven league, and, and they were in eighth grade. Yep. Like so, when he's talking to a guy that's a junior in college, he's known them since they were thirteen. Yep. Like beat that exactly. And the other reason I bring this up is because this is something that everyone needs to think about. When someone doesn't choose your school, think about the way that you treat them, because. They might be considering your school 12 months from then. And it's why I started the whole thing. It started with Boo Carter. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Like, think about that with everyone. It's, anytime they don't choose Colorado, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. This is why I've been trying to tell, like, the chat and these fans, like, 
don't get upset that people are clout chasing. Like, yeah. if you're there at the finish line, that's <laughs> a good thing. Like, it's not a bad thing that we got picked or someone picked a school over us, especially with these top, you know, five stars, top 75 recruits. Like, don't call them clout chasers. They're not, like, no, they're being can't. courted by multiple schools. Yeah, right. you can't do that. And spot on, spot on, amen, amen. We also have to appreciate that whereas we're talking about a guy that may be a sophomore and junior in college and we're dissing him on on X, formerly known as Twitter, yeah. because he changed his mind, you got to understand there's an 11th grader reading that stuff too. Exactly. And so yes. they're like, hey, man, look how that fan base turns on you when you don't do what they want you exactly. to do. So you got to always take the high road in communicating this stuff, particularly electronically. You know, wish everybody well. So what, I mean, what did Coach Prime, like if, he, if he's the drum major for this, if he's our leader in this, what did he say to the coach that was talking crap about him? I wish you the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like we ain't mad at nobody, man. When it goes to the same thing of him telling his coaches, don't negatively recruit. Like, it's, just, it's, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Like, you should just keep positive energy in the Period. air. Period. You don't have to beat up on somebody because they don't want to play for you. Uh, or they leave or they change their mind. Man, it's all good. Yeah. Love it. I, I will say, though, if. Caden Proctor goes back to Iowa, which it looks like he's going to, then I guess it doesn't matter what the fans say. <laughs> Same thing with Caleb Downs in Georgia. Yeah. I mean, both of those were neck and neck, and then, of course, both of those fan bases started popping off the second they didn't choose them. Right. All right, let's get to questions here. like that. We got a lot to get to. Uh, Louise with the first question. Top questions for Neely. Uh... DC announcement, we already kind of hit that. Do you have a status update on Bishop Thomas at all? Uh, I'll take both. DC announcement like could really be any day now. I mean, it could be taking place while we're sitting here. It's that okay. kind of imminent. Uh, and then Bishop, don't know his status, can only talk about my eyeball, eyeball test. Excuse me. I haven't seen him since I've been here. Uh, I haven't seen him in the building. All right. Uh, Hoping he finds a way to, uh, to uh, get back on the right side of the fence. Yep. yep. Eric wants to know, how is Mississippi? Man, it was wonderful. Thank you, Eric, for asking. I got to be home about 40 days, man. And, Let's go. Uh, wore the hell out of the, the PlayStation 5. and um, <laughs> What you been playing? Oh, man, you know me. I'm like Call of Duty. I threw in a, I threw in a little NBA with my with my son. Yeah? You know, but he... GTA? He, you know, I can do the retro GTA, but I am so passionate about this new one that's coming out. I know. I just don't only want to touch old versions. <laughs> Until we get that, it's all we got right now. Though we bro. should do like a uh, some sort of gaming thing one of these days. Definitely, all three of us play different games for sure. But we can. I feel like that would be entertaining. Like I haven't played Call of Duty since I was in college, but I'm down to to oh. sesh it out on Twitch. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So thanks, Eric. Everything was good at home, man. Good to be with the fam. Stamburger. You know, yeah, stamp. Oh, st- you know I got a Stamburger. <laughs> you know, not only got a Stamburger, but I I took the hundred k plaque to stamps uh and so the owner could see it the family's family-owned business because the first live show i ever did i did live from stamp burgers that's awesome let's go uh who's your favorite player you've met so far Woo, man don't do that to me because i'm telling you we got some personalities y'all are going to well, enjoy three or so then y'all are going to enjoy like the social media platforms this training camp and through the season uh give me Seton, give me uh, Benson, and then I'm still loving, you know, like uh, Cam and JB, oh, yeah. you know, from the JSU days. we got another guy 
who just came from JSU. He had a quick stop in, I think it was either Iowa or Idaho, but Herman Herm. So he's on the team. Herm is here. Okay. And y'all, y'all he, he's, he's, a, he's a good one too. You know, it's going to take him a while to, you know, he's got to focus yeah. on transitioning first, but he's here. Uh, so another JSU guy's here. But, man, this, this, this team has some personalities. Uh, you know, anyone who has played for Coach Prime before or watched the documentary or just been on YouTube in the past 18 months, you know that there are cameras around. And uh, I haven't seen it, any of the new players not resist it. They embrace it. Like, it's part of why they come here. You know, right. they know that this is how we run the program. Well, Pat Shermer seems more comfortable in front of the camera now, too. Yeah, he does, man. He does. Yeah, he does. He, you know, I, I think – Pat is one of those guys that believes in in, in process and structure and in the uh, what's it called a chain of command. Yeah. And so when he was analyst and then co-offense coordinator, he never wanted to do anything right. You know, outside of that. Because even with me being inside, I say, hey, Coach Sherman, let's do this. He's like, no, you know, do it with Coach Lewis. You know, uh, but now he's that's his office. Yeah. So you see a Pat who's in charge. To that quick comment right there, we never, <coughs> ever need to add Air Force to the schedule. Or any team that runs the triple option, for that matter. Yeah. Just a headache that no one needs. I love no your eye to pick out those ones <laughs> like that. Just like, let me address this right now. It's one I stand on. I never want to play Air Force again. Um, Eric, again, thoughts on the backlash on Shador and Shiloh going to Paris for the Louis show. The moment we've all been so waiting I for. So I got to tell you, Eric, I, I don't know if I appreciate that setup or not because I don't, I don't know if this is going to be all that profound. I have seen backlash, right? But you always have this vocal minority on the Internet that just because you're loud doesn't mean that you're speaking for a lot of people. But I'll even if you're speaking for millions, even if there are millions of people saying this, let me tell you about internally with the program. There was not a person in that team meeting, coach or player, media support staff, that did not understand or would not have also embraced the opportunity to be in Paris with Louis Vuitton and Pharrell than the first week of school when school wasn't even in and practice is not even happening. Uh, so for people to make a big deal out of uh, Shiloh or Shadour not being there to the day of service in Denver to, you know, to feed the homeless, this thing was on the books. It's not like this was planned last week. Like, this is an event that they put together with months and months of preparation. And when you're at that age, even here at my age, to be invited to participate in, in what is potentially a once-in-a-lifetime yep. opportunity in a foreign country, you know, traveling abroad, you know, experiencing another culture for a week, and to top it off to be in a fashion show with Louis Vuitton, uh, that your dad helps promote because, you know, everybody wanted the Louis luggage here. And then we get invited <laughs> to be in the Louis fashion show in Paris. And you got two guys that are invited to go do it. Why would they not go? Yep. It's, it's like, you know, rewind a couple of months ago. And I mentioned on this show that we do together uh, that Travis was at an NBA game. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, he missed a <laughs> team meeting. Then Travis can miss a meeting. Yes. <laughs> like, no, he can't. Like, uh, yes, he can. And, and, you know, Shador Sanders and Shiloh can miss their dad speaking on opening day, their head coach speaking on opening day. They can miss going to feed the homeless. Like, this was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that every player in that room, Shiloh and Shador, for instance, were at practice today, conditioning today, doing their thing with their teammates. Ain't nobody mad. Of the only not. people who's mad is people who, who outside the building who wish they could have gone. Or people who just to to are totally 
clueless to the opportunity and the yeah, scale huge, man. at which I mean if you just look at some of the names of the other celebrities who are there it's like these guys are being put in a in an A-list class and I think if anyone's going to understand it and be happy for them it's their teammates yeah you know and one, one, one of the thing that we notice here on this program because we're around Shadour we're around uh, Travis around the team and we get this eyeball of them from our lens and then you saw them sitting courtside at the NBA game, right? Mm-hmm. And saw LeBron James recognize what we recognize. Yes. And you're like, man, that's right. These dudes are national celebrities. Yes. Well, here's the truth, fellas, and to the haters out there, they're international celebrities. <laughs> like, yep. they just crossed the pond, and they took CU and American football, American college football with them. So if you have anything to do with college football, football in general, or Colorado, you should be damn happy they were there and not mad. And the one point that I didn't address yesterday that I did want to point out today is this idea that only Shador and Shiloh could have gotten that opportunity and that only Coach Prime would meaning, have made Meaning the, the hall pass. Yes. 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 Okay. I am very confident that if it were Jordan Seaton or Travis Hunter or Tyler Brown mm. – who was given this opportunity, and they came to coach, you know, what, whatever it was, six months in advance, and said, hey, coach, I'm not sure what time meetings, what day meetings are going to start, but I have this opportunity. It would mean a lot for me to go. They absolutely would have been given the green light. Man, you're spot on again. And any player, and I don't care if you're walk-on, I don't care if it's Charlie Offerdahl all the way up to the two guys that went, uh, any player that would have gone to this head coach with the kind of notice that this event had and said, hey, man, Coach, I don't know what we're doing the first week of January, two weeks of January, but this coincides with the first week of school and this opportunity I really want to take. Not only would he he would have said yes, he would have said, now how do I help you get there? Yeah. Like how do we make this work for you? I want you to experience these kind of things in your life. The world is bigger than just Boulder. We're going to be here when you get back. Now you're going to work your ass off when you get back. You know, should do a shallow with running today. Like ain't no passes. But, man, who doesn't understand to take that opportunity? Yep. I mean, I haven't said too much on it, and it's kind of just because I don't care. Like, I feel like if <laughs> I, I was it. on the team, I love it. <laughs> if I was on the team and I was their teammate, I would not care. I would be so concerned with what I have to do with weight Jake, that programs, is so, that is so sprint simply programs. Profound, man. I love it. That is the truth. I'd yeah. be so concerned with what I have to do that I don't care if my teammate in the middle of January is not there for two days. Yeah, 100%. And, it, and, and Literally, school hadn't even started. Yes. Like, why are we worried about exactly? This? And who cares if it did? I have missed school because I wanted to get another six pack of beer. Yes. <laughs> I know I would miss it to go to Paris. Oh yeah. I used to take my spring break a week early because my friends who went to ASU had their spring break <laughs> so you a week before weeks, me, yeah. so I was taking two week spring break every year. <laughs> Vernon wants to know if you know about Shador's back, how that's coming along. I do not know from a medical sense of having read a report, but I can tell you this. I saw no hitch in his giddy-up today. Uh, he was doing sprints with everybody. He was doing the, the weighted sled push for 10 and 20 yards with everybody, not just doing it, I mean competing and doing it well. Uh, he did not look like the Shadur you saw in, say, late November walking around, you know, where mm-hmm. you could tell, no, that ain't pimping, that's limping, like something is wrong. Uh, he was back to his regular stride and regular movements. Uh, I did not talk to him directly and say, hey, man, is there some pain or anything? But I don't see any signs of discomfort in, in what he's out there participating in uh, because it's not like he was held back out of any of the drills. Last thing on uh, Louie. 
I don't know exactly how it would work because of the partnership with Nike. Mm -hmm. But have you seen that um, kind of like Louis pattern that they've created? It was like on some of the gloves. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. on some yeah, graphics yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. What if they were actually able to do like a collab with either gear or like a helmet or just something? I think it would be sick. It would be sick. And it would, and it would be sicker is how sick the haters would get. So <laughs> oh, let's yeah. make it happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'd have, they'd be, they already are, but they'd be turning away people at the Folsom Field to come play for them. There's, if that was the case. There was a weird, and I'll let this go after this, but a weird um, no, you won't. uprising of Denver media who got in on this in the last 24 hours. They only stick their hands <clears throat> and see you when it's shit like this. Yes. And it's fucking annoying. It's very annoying. But Great use of the F-bomb. Thank you, bro. I, uh, I just wrote it down. Just, you know, keeping I, receipts. I might have bookmarked a few things. <laughs> because the, I, the the part that pisses me off the most is the idea that this somehow affects a football game in September. And you're, that that it, just drives it, me it insane. Just, it just doesn't. And then you're, you're making this, like, kind of insinuating that Shador and Shiloh aren't putting in the work. Uh, and mm -hmm. they're trying to skirt around the work. And mm -hmm. the three of us know... Uh, you would be hard-pressed to find a guy uh, on either side of the ball that works harder than those Absolutely. two. Absolutely. And and if they did take time off, it's because they did, like you, with spring break. They had been humping for two weeks' pause <laughs> getting it together. So, <laughs> like, it's it's absurd to think that, that that somehow these two ain't putting in the work, man. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. That, we're putting that to bed. Can we, yeah, please not talk about this ever again. I love Jake's take on it. He not only worked in the F bomb there, uh, but he's like, I don't, I don't care enough to care. Like, who noticed? I'm sorry. Like, I'll do respect to them. Like, when we heard about this and stuff earlier in the week, it's just like cool. That's oh, what I did. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, oh man, that's great, great opportunity. Like, I, I didn't even think about, oh, it's the MLK Day of Service. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and I'm after, sure, a, I'm sure those guys will go uh, make up for the service in one way. Or another. I'm sure they have already done enough in life yeah. to make up for a day of service. <laughs> Uh, Africa's in the building. Prince wants to know, or he says, thank you for the show, first off. Then he says, any good chance that Caleb Downs comes to see you? Um, I, I mean, no never idea. say never, but I doubt it. I liked what Colin said yesterday about it, Life of Football. He said, it's probably a 99% chance he goes to Georgia, but what if that 1% chance to see <laughs> That's you? That's true. It's like a uh, dumb like, dumber. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's going to be a tough one. And uh, the rumor is that Georgia's kind of trying to flex their NIL muscle on Alabama on this one to mm -hmm. show, like, mm. you're in a world of trouble. Because, you, as I said yesterday, yep. Alabama's been getting the Saban discount for a while yep. now. <laughs> All of a sudden, that's out the door, and they don't have the NIL collective that you think they might have. Because they've never they had to. Because they haven't needed it yeah, yet. Right. Exactly. And so Georgia's going to be like, watch this. We're going to throw quarterback money at Caleb Downs. Just to show you that you're in trouble. They're already visiting at his home, visiting him at his home in Georgia. Yep. I got I got to give y'all this. When y'all mentioned, this is what I was looking for on the phone. Off subject to that, but previous subject. When y'all talked about the Denver media hating. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, Coach Prime hadn't been in, in Jackson in, you know, 13 plus months. And this was last, last season where we were on this kind of losing streak, if you will. There was a journalist in Jackson media who used to like beg for interviews, weekly interviews, that kind of thing. And so he he posted on his Facebook, damn, Colorado lost again. Where's the Louie? And so people were like laughing and sharing with it. And I, and I typed, and no burner count, I said, and y'all are applauding this. 
and this is the same guy that wanted them interviews. We keep receipts. <laughs> so I challenge and applaud you guys. Yeah. Those Denver people who did that, please keep the receipts. Because when they come to those weekly press conferences, just just say, just give me the little signal like it was this, that one. Yeah. Yep. We keep receipts. I'll forge you the tweets, bro. Receipts. Because <laughs> come on, man. You, you can't. Uh, we good. You can't have it both ways. Uh, Cortland asks, Smalls was officially in uh, the white practice shirt and knew reached the people slash well off, so the move to tight end seems pretty confirmed, right? What can you tell us? You know, I really can't tell us anything until we start truly practicing in position groups. Doing football things? Yeah, uh, yeah. like he's white signifies offense. I can give right. you that, <laughs> you know. Uh, but to say what he's doing and what he'll be doing <laughs> in April, uh, not there yet. Yeah. Not, to, not, not there enough for me to confirm you know, uh, above what you saw in the video. Yep. It could be one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, test it out right now. Yeah. Uh, see how you like it. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, we're, we're early in this process, y'all. Like, yep. way early. Way early. Way early. It's a it's a tough time, though, right now. There's not a lot of news. So. Yeah. yeah. And it's an exciting time because you, yeah. you know football is back. Yeah. Like, we're going through strength and conditioning, and you'll see a lot of stuff coming out in February. Uh, and then you really start that aggressive training in March. By the time you do what's going to be scheduled spring break, you come after that, it's straight up on for spring ball, man. And you know that crescendo and that wave. And then we're let down again because that's May and June and no football. And then we pick back up in July. I'm so serious, though, when I say I've never covered a team where the fans are examining where the players are sitting in meetings. And I appreciate it so much. I love it. I love that you guys are that engaged. You know, that someone could say, hey, look, Savelle Smalls is sitting next to Shimon Mateo and Louis Passarello. Yeah. Does that mean yeah. he's switched to tight end? I'm yeah. like, that yeah. is sick. I love that you guys care enough to even notice I, I, that. I love it too, but I, I trip out over the, uh, I love the caring, but I trip out over the, the theories oh, based like, on what you're yeah. saying. Like, I'll be I in that room. I didn't see Trevor Woods in the first yeah. video. Is he off the team? And Four ate, months and, of and I ate lunch with Trevor Woods today. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'll see a guy sit right there because he was almost about to be late, so he took the first empty seat. And then it comes out in the video, and oh, they go yeah. like, oh, no, he's playing yeah. long snapper now because I saw him. Yeah. You know, like, no, he just took the first seat. Yeah. And then the one I love the most is uh, Coach Prime's first staff meeting. He's, of course, at the head of the table. I was looking for a vantage point, so I got at the end of the table to shoot across coaches' faces to him. And the world went crazy saying that Ken Norton Jr. was in the room. <laughs> that was wild. And, and I'm like, like I literally, at the yes, same time. I literally went back through my footage and looked at each face in the room because I, I know everybody in the room. And, and, and the crowd was so damn confident that Ken Norton Jr. I was like, did I walk by Ken Norton Jr.? Like, let me go check. And I looked at each face. I was like, no. And then I didn't even see a guy who you would think was Ken Norton Jr. Or Jim <laughs> I love again. I love the passion. Appreciate you watching, but when y'all come up with these theories about who you saw, like no, that was not Ken Norton Jr. I don't know which I, black guy you thought it was. <laughs> I saw someone post that, and I watched it like thirteen <laughs> times in a row, being like, which person yeah, do they, they think, think is Ken Norton Jr.? Like, like Google is free. You can go look at what these guys look at. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see him. As I told, uh, as I told you two, I was like, they're in the D.C. desert seeing <laughs> mirages. And you can see what, if you squint hard enough, you can see whatever yeah. you want. Well, I can tell you uh, that Kid North Jr. was not in the room. On that whole thing, four months of where's Cormani kind of just 
I mean, I'm gonna take this about Kumani, man. It. We did um, ask about Kumani. How's he doing? He he is doing great, and his body language, even his conditioning today, his being vocal. Because I think I think people, if you watched uh, Coach Prime documentary, wait, shout out to you two guys. Oh yeah, great. you too, bro. I did great. Uh, you finally got to hear Kamani talk. Yep. And you, and you saw his personality in that. Uh, he is clearly, this week, you can see that he's no longer a freshman. You know, I think the, I think the freshman, you know, the youngest kid in the room kind of stuff is worn off. Uh, he's moving better, talking better. He's responding better in drills. And I know we're just a weekend, but you can see the growth between right now and, say, July. Love that. I mean... If Cormani becomes Cormani this year, it's a game changer. Absolutely. Kid was 18 last year, man. Yep. Yeah. Like he had, when he got here and couldn't breathe, he was just at right. his prom. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I couldn't breathe after my prom either. <laughs> um, J Z C Z C Z C Z C Z C Z. All right, that's enough. <laughs> hey, what speaking of stuff like that, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, speaking of like high school stuff to yeah. prom stuff transition, <laughs> Dylan Edwards uh, yesterday, he, he I'm sitting under the table with some other guys and he's there and he he's about to get up. He says, "Hey man," and he has this nervous energy look in his face. Right? He's like, "Hey man, have y'all ever had a real class?" And everybody's like, "Huh?" He's like, "Man, I'm about to go to my first class like in person. You know, I was all virtual." And, and he looked like a freshman in the face. Oh, like, man. he looked like – and I was like – I was happy for him. I was like, this is – because, you know, he was another guy who came early. Yep. Like, he got here, like, right out of – halfway out of high school, and uh, I didn't realize all his classes were virtual. So he had his first in-person class, man, and the excitement and nervousness on his face. Like, I hope I can find a building. Where do I sit? It was just – it was cool. It was cool to see them I love that. not be football players, you know. I don't miss much about school. I do miss that first day feeling, <laughs> yeah, walking yeah. in a new class, seeing yeah. all the new faces. Yeah, he had it. Mm-hmm. I love that. He had it. And then you got to, and, and I'm, I'm not putting words in Dylan's mouth, you know, if he sees this clip, this segment, if it were me, and I'm just coming off that TCU game and being all in the Coach Prime documentary, <laughs> oh, I'm walking in class about two minutes before it starts. I'm not going to be early. Y'all going to see me walk in. Like, hey. ask me, Dylan Edwards, you know, from the documentary. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. With 10 extra pounds of muscle on him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he oh, look yeah. bigger? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Let's go. He, uh, now it's early, y'all. Don't panic. In the sled drill today, uh, I've filmed him and Savion. Savion as in the running back. And Dylan outpushed Savion today. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's put on that kind of muscle. He heard the uh, can't run between the tackles too <laughs> yeah, small. Yeah, he stuff. heard that yeah, shit. He, uh, yeah. he said, I'm going to change that narrative. Yeah, his height is his height, but he, he, he is, he's turning to that fire hydrant stump thing. Uh, Jay-Z CZ says, what are your opinions about the Air Force soup LTG Clark becoming the new CFP commissioner? Ooh, um, that's a... He's I have no opinions. Yeah, I'm, the new I'm, executive director. He's not the commissioner, but I'm, I, I'm like first this I've heard you. of it. I'm like you on the fashion show. I have what? I, I didn't even know they made this move, so we'll have to dig into that. Thank you for the super chat, though. Mr. Hillsman says, Unc, you need to add him on COD. Mr. Hillsman, no numbers, just Mr. Hillsman. <laughs> I will add you. <laughs> if I remember mine, it's something like... Uh, the BSTGK, I think. I, I'll, uh, but yeah, I will look for. I will look for you, Hillsman. 
and you will die. <laughs> Just putting it out there. I, I have a special I, set I, of I carry, skills. Yes, I do. I, I carry a sniper rifle and a sidearm. That's like, and I get up, I get up in a roof somewhere, and I scope in, man. We had that clip come out recently where we were talking about Evan Williams. Yeah. And uh, that's like my biggest memory of Call of Duty. Me and my sophomore year of college roommate during winter break drinking Evan Williams straight <laughs> and playing Call of Duty and just getting like so drunkenly angry at the game. That's like the first liquor that I drank to back in the day. Early days of college. Yeah. Because you're the first guys one you can afford. It's, well, it's, it's the it's the first step up. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, right. you go from heaven heel. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you guys like these stories, I'll I'll tell this one. Quickly. No, we love these stories. Um, one of the I think the first CUCSU basketball game I went to in Fort Collins. I was getting a ride from a couple guys um, who were friends with someone on the team, and I got into the car. We're driving up to Fort Collins, and I had filled a vitamin water bottle with evan williams black <laughs> and i get in the car and there's you know four other people and they're like in like a big suv and i was like you guys want any of this and they're like no nah, oh. we don't drink that shit and i'm like all right suit yourself <laughs> so there's a lot of traffic it ends up being like an hour and a half drive and i'm just kind of every few minutes take a sip every few minutes take a yeah. sip we get to fort collins and we're about to get out of the car and i look down it's gone and it is gone oh you mr Krabs. like there's maybe this much left and it's, you know one of those where there's just like a moment where something happens you realize how drunk you are a lot of yeah. times it's you look in the mirror yeah and you're like oh shit i'm lit yeah i looked down at that bottle and i was like uh, i'm in trouble i ended up i don't even know wiling out of course but the one thing i remember is i was so drunk i couldn't follow the game it was wasn't it fun too at fast, all yeah. the game was moving too fast my eyes weren't following the ball it was rough yeah. i think i got in a fight after the game or tried to. Oh That's God. the only way to live. Like, you get that drunk, you got to fight. That was the only I thing missing. Was I would have been in trouble if I got in a fight. Arizona, my... when Jake had me on the bucket of vodka, like, it was just missing was starting to fight. If only those guys from the spring game had been in Arizona talking shit after the bucket of vodka. <laughs> They'd been on. There we go. <laughs> what a night. What does that say? Oh, RK was hammered full Mr. Krabs. Yeah, that's from Allie. <laughs> now, she this, has good this, sources. This doesn't... Doesn't tap the doesn't top the L.A. story, which one day will be in a movie, but that was a good one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's nowhere near the L.A. story. That has <laughs> twists and turns and Quentin Tarantino finish. Mr. Hillsman <sighs> says, uh, let's go. I had to ask the pretty girl at the dance. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're the pretty yeah. girl at the dance, Neely. <laughs> <laughs> then go ahead, Hillsman exits game. Let's just be teammates, Hill. How about that? Let's just work together. CJ asked our thoughts on uh, Matt McChesney with Nebraska and Matt Rule. This is what he does, guys. Yeah. Look, the dude is running a business. Yes. Um, you, 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 know, you have to give him a break on that one. Um, Matt is someone I've been friends with for a long time. Uh, you know, that there have been some things this uh, offseason that I haven't loved. That is not one of them, you know. Yeah, it's obviously as college football fans, we love to hate, right? I hate Nebraska. Matt hates Nebraska. But I don't know how you could question that. Yes, you do have to be able to sometimes put aside sports for a second Absolutely. to deal with real life things. Yes. And guess what? Today, a 
Jordan Ochoa, who is a Colorado kid who works with Matt, commits to Nebraska. He, you know, he came to Colorado. He visited. I don't think they ended up offering him. Um, and Matt did his job. He helped that kid get an opportunity at the next level. So, yes, I get, like, I know we, we want to be mad about those things, but I do, especially from my standpoint where it's like, I don't like Joel Embiid, but we have a Sixers podcast in Philadelphia like, that I helped set up. Um, it's business. It's, it's putting, you know, uh, it's putting your own, like, sports biases aside for real life things that you know help him put food on the table for his family. Kind of yeah. like I did in pulling for Michigan just because I'm friends with Jake. <laughs> but it wasn't reciprocated. Yes. Now like I said, <laughs> that is not <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't agree with everything Matt uh says or does, but this one uh doesn't bother me. <laughs> Don Peasy. Um I've been following Unk since JSU and DMVR since Prime was hired. The three of y'all together are the best CFB podcast on YouTube. Keep it up, goats. Appreciate you. You know, I not only have to thank you for that and thank you for helping achieve that silver plaque there, but you're exactly right. It has been an absolute pleasure the The past 12 year working and walking along with these guys and telling this story and having a great time while doing so. And glad to hear that it translates to the audience out there because I don't know about y'all, but we have a damn good time every time yes sir yep amen and what I, a show today was yes and king mar says you're beating around the bush look if i have an issue with something with matt i have his number <laughs> i can talk to him i don't have to do it through the you know this is the same shit YouTube. we were talking about on monday bro <laughs> i know but it, it yeah exactly it, it's like the you know the thing with phnx it's like not everything has to be right. online. We're all going after each other's throats for entertainment. Sometimes things can be handled uh, man-to-man. Way to say that. But putting all the drama aside, <laughs> it was great to have you. If, dude, if we could have you every single day, I would. I, would, I know. It'd be lit. Would, you know, I mean, it's kind of comfortable up here. I, get, I could just stay here. There's a shower. Not like I shower every day. <laughs> there is a man. third floor. There's a shower. Oh, we good then. Few people know that. You got, I got snacks from Circle K. I got Olipop. Got the bar. We got the bar with the killer. What's the chicken sandwich I like? The Ralphie. The Ralphie. How did I forget that name? Uh, I could absolutely live here. Absolutely. Hell yeah. There's some room in the basement. Welcome home. No, no, I would just sleep here during other shows. (laughs) Cancel your flight. (laughs) What flight? It's already canceled. (laughs) Let's go. We'll have you back soon. Um, Absolutely. You know, we're getting into it, man. We are. Here it comes. I mean, signing days about two, three weeks away. Mm -hmm. I think we'll probably have a press conference around then, so we'll be up there. Then and I'll of course be here uh, during that time. Yes, uh, sir. Leading up to that, and not not just here as in Boulder, but like no here. Yeah, here. Yep, here. How long are you in Boulder till? Uh, this is going to be a short trip, but when I come back, I'm back for like about three weeks, man, two okay. and a half, three weeks. Uh, and then after that trip, when I come back, like that that March April window, it's it's almost like you know August. You're just here every day. Yeah, because it's, it's it's really football time, yep. man. Cool. Well, we'll have you back soon. We'll have so. a, another special guest here tomorrow. Yes. Stay tuned and see. All right. <laughs> Sco buffs. Sco buffs. You. We all silly like the mayor. 